Science and Wisdom Live is a project of Jamyang London Buddhist Center, a non-profit organization. Please consider supporting us with a donation to help us keep our podcasts and videos free and ad-free. To support us now, please visit our website at scienceandwisdomlive.com. episode is an excerpt of one of our Science and Wisdom Dialogues. To listen to the full recording, please follow the link in the podcast description. There's a few points in science which help me quite a bit, is uh, to see research being done in the fields of neurophenomenology, yeah, so that actually consciousness can influence brain activity. And, and there's the aspect of neuroplasticity and, and the possibility to change. So reading that from the scientific background is, is very supportive to see not only on a subjective level of experience, but it's, it's kind of a reality. That's one aspect, I think, with science. The, the research being done of, of, of um, you know, meditators who accomplish certain aspects of, 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 of consciousness or train their mind over a sustained period of time, and that has an incredible effect. On, on, on brain activity. Yeah? So, as we all know, in the fields of mind and life, you know, Richard Davidson, what he has accomplished, and then together with Daniel Komen, they write these incredible books, you know, which actually proves that you know, accomplished practitioners, so to say, they produce gamma waves beyond the chart of, of an ordinary brain. And that indicates a kind of spiritual kind of tradition that can train the mind in a way that you can deal much better with, with afflictions, much better with destructive emotions, so to say. So that's a kind of evidence is right there, and the methodology is right there. And the methods are present, it's just a matter of fact of connecting the two together, the scientific world and the contemplative traditions. And then, I think, we, if you have a few of those platforms going within society, then something more constructively can be done on, on, on the level of, of a more global aspect of, of helping the different societies in, in, in eliminating these kind of destructive emotions or the problems in society as anxiety, fear, and, and those kind of depressions, those kind of problems many people are facing. Yeah. You mentioned gamma waves. Like, What does gamma waves off the charts correspond to from a spiritual dimension? Or I mean, experience? what I've understood from, from, from other kind of friends who are in the field of science is kind of, it produces a kind of capacity to... to to deal with issues in life and to not only deal with issues in life but not to grasp at, at emotions, you know, to they come, they go, you know, they, it's a kind of flux. Like if you write in water with a, with a piece of wood, you know, it stays for a little bit and it goes away, right? So that means that if destructive emotions come up, uh, because we all have them, but we don't hold on to them, right? So in a similar way, when I was um, hearing the story went with... Um, Paul Ekman, one of the world leaders in facial expressions, as you might have heard of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who, who examined so many faces for so many years. When he saw a face of his holiness, he said, I've never seen a face like that before. <laughs> you oh, know? That's great. It's very interesting because his holiness, when you talk about the issue, of course, emotion comes and there's expression in the face, right? But then straight away there's a laughter and it's gone. It yeah. doesn't stay. There's not that grasping or, or that holding on to its kind of problems or... Or, uh, because everything is in the nature of fluctuation. Everything is nature of impermanence, right? Problems come, abide for some time, and disintegrate. Yeah. So if we grasp at a problem, 
then only it becomes more intense. So a lot of, we all have problems, but a lot of mental suffering, I think, can be prevented by using particular techniques. Mm. And they are available. And uh, yeah, it's been shown that uh, certain of those techniques, they've been very beneficial and, and seem to work. If you were granted one wish that science and contemplative wisdom um, could come together to solve one current pressing problem together, which problem would you choose? You have a lot to choose from right now. <laughs> so. I mean, uh, yeah, I think the most important issue is, is you know, the, uh, the elimination of destructive emotions. Yeah. Because every problem we have in society, if it's physically caused or caused by verbal expressions of conversations between countries or within a particular society, every physical action of war, you know, every miscommunication is all rooted in our kind of mental attitudes, you know. And those mental attitudes, they, they, they can be transformed. And if there's destructive emotions becoming present, then our physical and verbal behaviors can also be destructive and can cause a lot of disturbance in relation with other people and society as well as complete countries. As you see, verbal abuse going between different countries of, of different presidents or whatsoever. It's kind of, if you go back to the origin of all these problems, is is actually rooted in the mind, right? So if we can do something about that aspect, then if we take away all destructive emotions or transform them in constructive ones, then I think we'll be a much peaceful and a happy, uh, happy world or happy planet, so to say. Yeah.